Hey guys, welcome to another mini So Today we're going to be recording our pet peeves in romance. Yeah. We're so excited about this episode. This is going to be like a very fun episode. Yeah. But I want to definitely make clear that these pet peeves, though it's something that definitely kind of like mm-hmm. takes me out the romance and I'm just like, bah. yeah, it doesn't ruin it the book for me yeah like sometimes mm-hmm. you have books that you still give like four and five stars yeah even though it has I, one of your there's one right off the bat the deal actually by l kennedy which mm-hmm. is like my five star five star like oh, favorite yes. of the faves, one of my has a pet peeve of mine in there it doesn't ruin <laughs> it for me sometimes if it's like a lot yeah. of pet peeves and the book is a cliche then then it'll and ruin i'm gonna it. admit to committing some of these pet peeve crimes. Right, in your own writing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this is just going to be fun, a general thing of like, what just like, what just like sits Don't on our nerves that. and just like you know pokes what, though, it. It's so funny because since we talk about pet peeves, now I'm like, oh my God, I can't do that. Justin will be like all over me if I write that in here. Oh, <laughs> you have that. like a little voice inside yes, your head being like, Jessen. this is one of Jessen's pet peeves. I cannot I write this. <laughs> She'll kill me. <laughs> Okay, so guys, we're going to start with our pet peeves. Julia is going to start us off with one of hers. And most yes. of these, we share the same pet peeves. We're right. just going to, you know, just gonna go back throw and them forth. Out there and back talk. and forth. Yeah. So one, and this is one that's actually really come to me very recently. Mm-hmm. And that is misbranding romance books. I think that to genres. me, I noticed it more recently than any yes. other time and I that think I've ever been a reader. Because we've been talking about this mm-hmm. specific one. Like recently, there's a trend in branding books as rom-coms when they're yes. not. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've noticed the um, very pretty, cute, illustrated covers that Which, are out the there. illustrated cover trend, They're, I'm like, I'm so here for yes, it. There's such cute covers. I and love it. It's, it's different. I love when people kind of go outside the norm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. However, <laughs> however, you and I both have been reading a couple of books that are saying the rom-coms with the branding with like an actual tagline on and the book like it says a rom-com a yes, romantic comedy yes. it does say it on the Amazon. book like it's not just like oh we're just masquerading it's like it actually says it like this is a romantic yes. comedy and for me as a reader it is so disappointing to think mm-hmm. i'm diving into a, like a penny read-esque book and i find it's loaded with angst and heavy issues right. which we've talked know. about this yeah. about we don't mind reading, reading angst right now. Yes, we prefer we the both. lighter books. Yeah. But we don't mind reading angst. But I also have to be in the mood to read right. like one that's right. going to like kill me with my emotions. Right. And you I know? don't want to be tricked by the publisher no. so they can sell me a book. It no. just kind of irritates me. And I know a lot of this is beyond some authors. Absolutely. Control. Because control, mm-hmm. if they're with a trade publisher, then obviously they cannot, you know, they don't have a lot of say so. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's one thing that's just really kind of like grating my nerves. Right. And exactly. Lately. We had talked about it. Like just because characters say some, some one liners doesn't exactly categorize right. it as rom-com. Yeah, like I, mean, I feel like the book at least has to have some situational comedy in it. Yes. And the plot line has to be a little bit lighter. Not saying you can't deal with heavy issues in a rom-com, but I think that Absolutely. the overall feel of the book has to be a lighter feel. Yes. To be labeled the, the rom-com. Overall, the, the humor has to be much more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't any seriously, seriously heavy issues, but I mean, it's, I mean, y'all, I write paranormal tends to be on the darker, edgier side. And yes, there is humor between characters, but I would mm-hmm. never label that rom-com. Right. You know? So yeah, so that is one of our pet peeves, yep. just misbranding okay, rom-coms. So what, what's another one for you, Jess? Okay. One of mine is character over description. <laughs> and in the same feeling that it's like an info dump of their character description, yep. that it's like, okay, let's pause 
all motion of the characters and let's focus on describing his hair color mm-hmm. and his or her because it happens both with guys and yeah, girls. Yeah, it's like a full paragraph. Oh, yeah. It's like hair color, eye color, eyebrow shape, mm-hmm. skin tone, muscle build, height, yeah. um, what they're wearing. Like yeah. sometimes we don't need to know exactly what they're wearing. Well, and sometimes like yeah, a we general don't... description like a suit, we do not have to always yeah. pinpoint exactly what the character It's better to be wears. sprinkled. Mm-hmm. In, and you know? I mean, like some authors do it so well. Whenever we we get like a general like impression, and then later on throughout the conversation, the character who is observing the other character will then notice an eye color. Will right. then later notice, oh, he like grabbed something, and now we notice his muscles or whatever. It doesn't all happen like the second you see this right. person. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's just one of my um. Oh, another over description that. I find so funny. One novel I read one time, I don't like it whenever characters are compared to real life like celebrities. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I read a I book one time. One <laughs> I read a book one time that said that this character was a mashup of Denzel Washington, Rock, The Rock, and Jason Momoa. And I was just like, okay, well now I need to pause and try to figure out how all of Let these features see. come together. Huh. I'm like, okay, now I'm like, what? what? What parts are we taking from each of these? I know. Like, they're all handsome guys. You couldn't just pick one. You had to pick yeah. all three of these really I laugh every time guys. I read a book now and they list a celebrity. I'm like, oh, definitely. I'm like, no, I don't want to look alike. Yeah, stop it. And I actually, and I don't know that I'm guilty of this one, but I make sure I never use the celebrity because, like, Jessen would be all over me, you know, like, <laughs> what the hell, Juliet? Because <laughs> I just think, I mean, this is a completely personal preference and these are completely personal pet peeves but yes. i just think i don't want to be picturing a celebrity it's nice to be like oh this celebrity yeah. might fit this i like when they just describe them in general and then we can picture them how mm-hmm. you know we fill in the blanks it's like you give know? me the structure let yeah. me give me the dark hair the chisel jaw or whatever yes and yeah. let me do the rest of the decoration yes i like to i like to decorate my men <laughs> <laughs> and women <laughs> okay so what's another one of yours Juliet? okay let's see another one of mine is when the heroines are as we say tstl too yeah. stupid to live yeah. Okay, when the heroines start making these unbelievable, ridiculous decisions, it just checks me out of the story. So, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, we're not naming books, but there was this one book where the heroine was, and it, and this wasn't necessarily like too stupid to live. It was just like so unrealistic. I couldn't even relate to her. Right. But she was a widow and she did not know the entire time she was married to this man for a long time that he was like, he was a gazillionaire. He had like, tons and tons of money and she lived outside the city and her friend was like well it's time for you to live inside the city so she's like well i'm gonna go and get this exclusive condo or whatever and it was the rent was twenty five thousand a month and i'm like are you kidding me like i was like twenty five thousand a month why why what would you do like me i'm like give me that money i'll help you yeah more economically and and her reasoning was she just wanted to live she just wanted to be in the city and live this high life or whatever i was like okay cool i'm down with it well then she didn't (laughs) She didn't quite understand that the guy that was surrounded, that looked very Italian, that was surrounded by these very goon-esque thugs with guns in helping a guy that was bloodied into the back elevator, she still couldn't figure out that he was like 
a the mobster. mafia. Yeah, a mobster. Just, you know, just like your regular neighbor, just and coming she, she home. Was, and she was just like making eyes at him as he got in the elevator. Oh, he's so hot. But and then, like, whenever she finds out what he what he's yeah. doing, it's like completely a surprise. It was so shocked. Like, right. I, actually, I think I might have stopped before she figured it out. Oh, like I figured it, was that it out. Bad. <laughs> and I was just like, Yeah, I, I do. Go, I, I do, do not like whenever to further the story, the heroine has to be clueless yeah but we're also trying to or the author's trying to convey that this carrot this heroine is like very smart very yes. learned very observant but then all of a sudden they're not in situations yes. because it furthers the plot yes and i think and, that that's what i don't like i don't mind a naive heroine yes. at all i just don't like whenever it doesn't make sense for you to be that gullible that blinded exactly. to not notice something that to the reader is insanely obvious and especially whenever yes. it carries on throughout the entire novel and in direct connection to the too stupid to live character is the character that is completely unrelatable and by mm-hmm. that i mean i'm not talking about you know she's from a different culture and everything else and or you know like i think of stella lane who mm-hmm. is completely relatable to absolutely. me absolutely um I empathized with her. I felt the feeling she was feeling. I could completely, you know, was connected to her, even though I do not have autism. Yeah. You know, I do not have that experience. Right. And so I think there are ways that even if you don't have the personal experience of an, a heroine, they can still be relatable to you. Absolutely. And so that's, yeah. So that's You want your heroines to be accessible. Yes. Unique and accessible. Yes. yes. I like that. Okay, another one of my pet peeves are women that are inept at makeup because they never <laughs> cared about it before. Like, I really have read a novel one time and the heroine's getting all gussied up for the hero yeah. and she usually doesn't wear makeup, which right. I'm all for heroines who don't care about makeup. Right. Like, if you want to be completely natural, like, go for it. I yeah. honestly, I love I love this trend. I feel like in recent years, this has been like the no makeup makeup trend has been like super on. Mm-hmm. And like my sister goes to school with like zero makeup yeah, so and like no they're, well. they're not made up at all. But yeah. whenever I was in high school, makeup was the thing. Like oh, everybody yeah. wore full face well, and makeup to go. Uh, my mom still to this day is, you know, well, don't, don't leave the house without your lipstick yeah, on. No. You know, I don't think that's a Southern so thing. So I but. do <laughs> really like the natural bare face look. Like I love that. But I read a book one time where the heroine is getting ready for a date with the hero and she's never cared about this stuff before, but she all of a sudden wants to get made up and she Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out how to do mascara. And I'm just like, I don't understand how like she literally she's like i don't understand how this works and i'm just like i don't understand because i don't understand how you don't even understand if you've never put it on by yourself there's yeah. a gazillion commercials on tv yeah like you said those tutorials on it, youtube i, I understand everything. if you'd have to go slow but she was puzzled by how it worked yeah and i was like i don't understand so that might be in the tsdl category I was for like, me i just don't understand or like i don't or like wow. oh god i hate okay this is another one kind of just related in the makeup category yeah um i don't like whenever authors over describe makeup because there are trends in makeup. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And I remember reading a book that wasn't published recently and the heroine was wearing blue eyeshadow and like red lipstick. And to me, those are like very clashing. And I'm just like, that doesn't sound great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Blue? And I rather, I rather just like a, I love lipstick colors, lipstick mm-hmm. colors. You can, I mean, there's trends with that, but oh, I think yeah. you're safer just like really describing like our Lucy, uh, but I really don't need, red. I really don't need a whole general description of the heroine actually saying I put, I put, 
um, white eyeshadow in the inner corner and then a smoky. <laughs> and then I did my uh, sparkle purple eye. eyeliner. Like, I don't need all that. I really don't. I really, oh really, God, really, really me. don't. Like, she's giving us a tutorial through the book. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just like, can we get to the important part? Like, the date? Oh, like, my God. Can we like, get her with other people? And did he go, wow, look at your purple sparkly eyeliner? Yeah. eyeshadow you're so hot i want you yeah exactly so <laughs> yep 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 that's... oh my god that one's killing me i know um, <laughs> okay anyway. what's okay. what's your next so one? this is one that actually probably irritates me more than anything it's when the heroine is ultra ultra beautiful but she has no idea She's oh, utterly yeah. clueless that she is beautiful. Like that she's, is, she's totally irresistible to guys, but she's like, I don't understand yeah, why they all like me. She is so sexy. Her face is like stunning, but she mm-hmm. has no clue. That is fucking ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I am sorry. It is far too unrealistic to me to be so utterly clueless that you are beautiful. I appreciate humility and I even appreciate body dysmorphia. Yeah. You know, that I if get. If you're going to go in that direction. If that is what this is about, mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, for certain characters who have this issue, but a woman who has been beautiful since birth would know it. I am sorry. She has had people telling her she's beautiful her right. entire and life. And I think that this is more, I find that we have more confident heroines. Like, I feel like this is like a trend. Yeah. Like, more body confident because it's like, you want to read about characters who are not down on themselves. Right. You know? And I feel like this is a trend in romance that's definitely been happening. I know that we've seen an influx in a curvier um, a curvier heroines, and I really like oh, completely I appreciate that. Hello, and I really appreciate, I totally appreciate whenever <laughs> there are curvier heroines who love their bodies. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Who yes. are not disappointed in yes. the way that they look? Because I think, I mean, look, I know even, and I and don't you know, know what. If this sometimes is... you can look in the mirror and be like, "Damn, I look good today." That is completely fine. Like right. you don't have to be like, "Oh, but I'm not beautiful." I'm like, you can think you're you're pretty. I look, it's yeah. okay. You can think you look you're pretty, and and honestly, you can be really beautiful and also have humility mm-hmm. and be humble. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate that very much. Absolutely. I don't want a character. I don't want a her- heroine who's going to be like, "Yes, I know I'm all that," and is like flipping her golden locks yeah. and all that shit. Like, yeah, no, that's not what I that's, mean. That, what that's I mean the is other a woman. girl. Yeah, what I mean is a girl who is. His just she's just gifted with that. That is one mm-hmm. of her gifts. Is just beauty. recognize what and she, she got. Right. And don't don't. And she act walks like in the room and it's like, why are they all staring at me? How can they, what are they looking at? Is there something on my teeth? Or like yeah. you know, like please. Okay, can we just bring this up? Y'all know we love Twilight. We give it this props, but I think of <laughs> Bella Swan whenever I think of the character who doesn't know how incredibly beautiful they are. Yes, but yet every male character in this book has a crush on yeah, them. Yeah, they all. Want but they're her. just like. Of course not. Like, Nobody likes like me? me. I'm so emo. I'm gonna stay over here in my corner. Why are they staring? Stop it. <laughs> as much as Guys, we dog it and we, then we love rewatching it. We still it. love watching it, but I mean, there's just But some it's so true. Speaking of Bella, that is also one of yours. Do you want to skip to that one? Which one? Clumsy. Oh god, yes. Okay. So this one <laughs> I don't like clumsiness in a hair and guys if you see a trend with me i'm much more harsh on my heroines than i am on my heroes yes this is a trend Uh, and it's because i put myself in yeah in there i'm looking through here and i don't think we have one pet peeve for a hero yeah we do we do yeah okay Uh, we'll talk about it anyway so the bella related pet peeve that i'm gonna skip to right now is clumsiness being the big 
character flaw in a woman. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about she is perfect in any every single way, but she's clumsy. And yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, what a horrible character flaw. She's, oh my God, she's clumsy? Yeah. How will we ever survive? <laughs> she's tripping on air again. I'm like, but everything else she does is fucking perfect. She says the perfect thing. She's oh never in the wrong, but she's fucking clumsy. Yes. And I'm just like, that's not a character flaw. Yes. That do is you, not a character you know, flaw. Okay, so I'm going to you know this. Look, let's be let's get more writers. Writers. I'm getting, <laughs> getting a little oh. writers. Can we like make there be a reason why the heroine is clumsy? Yeah. And I'm not talking about because she's never worn five fucking inch stiletto heels. I'm talking about does she have a vertigo issue? Yes, like yeah. that could be something. That could be could a, she have a an inner issue. ear problem that yes. makes her fall. Yeah. Like give her a reason. Yeah. Give her a reason. Yeah. Okay? And so I'm going to totally admit like, that if she's I tripping was on actually, thin air. Okay. I'm just like, what are you tripping on? What the fuck are you tripping trip on? On a root or something when she and her uh, the guy were walking and, mm-hmm. and you were talking about this. I'm like, okay, maybe she shouldn't be tripping because <laughs> Jess is gonna fucking annihilate me. <laughs> but she tripped on a tree root, you know. And I'm I like, think oh that my there God. are believable situations. I think books. there are believable situations where a heroine can experience falling. I'm saying if it is like. <laughs> A common thing that this character does, and I'm just, just like constantly stop. Be- and and, but and the Bella reason Swan. the reason why she trips is to fall into the arms it's of the hero. Into, exactly. And I'm just yeah. like, no. Yeah. There's yeah. so many ways yeah. that we can get proximity without yes. making constantly her protect her clumsy. from walking. <laughs> God, <laughs> put you in one of those fucking bubbles and just like just a, a marshmallow bubble, man. A bubble like, heroine. We can't take you out a, anywhere, a, Karen. A okay. The plastic. <laughs> And zip the plastic bubble yeah. so I can come inside with you. So anyway, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah. we went way off for a second there. We did. It's, it's just, I'm just like, that's not a character flaw. That's something that just happens. And it's like, the, it, well, the thing is, it is the least uh, unattractive, you know, like it's it's the it's most. It's like, oh, I don't want my, flaw my heroine. not unattractive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't mean? want my heroine to be perfect. Let's make her clumsy. And I'm just like, right. no, make no. her more imperfect. Yeah. I want make a her human snort being. laugh or something. I want a you human know? being, yeah. you know, that has actual <laughs> real problems besides yeah. not being able to walk. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. You killed Moving me. Okay. On. So I've actually said my three main ones. So yeah. I'm just going to ride okay, the coattails of Jessen. Let's. Let's be real. Let's be real. I, on past mini sets where we've had to like rank stuff or whatever, (laughs) I've given us each a five thing limit. Yeah. And whenever I was going into our Google Docs and I was looking and Juliet only had three and I was like, well, I'm going to take the rest of her blank ones, obviously. (laughs) What the shit? I cheated and I have a lot more. All right. So let's hear another one. One of my other pet peeves are... The main character, whether it be the hero or the heroine, swearing off ever loving again because one douche nozzle burned them in the past. Yes, I totally agree with this one. And I'm talking about like, I will never love again. So I'm going to be a player and I'm just going to sleep around and I know that I will never find my heart. I'm never taking a chance again. It's like as a reader, I'm like, but I'm reading a romance novel. So I already know that that's not true. Yeah, this is going to be an HEA guy. Like... Spoiler. Look, I'm not saying I'm reading a book at this very moment that one of the characters has an issue with commitment. To me, that's different 
than I'm just never going to find love again and I'm just going to sleep with everybody. <laughs> that one guy in high school broke my heart, so I'm never yes, trusting another Yes, one. like I'm going to be a single Pringle fuck for fucking ever. Oh my God. Like, I've had, no. okay, personally in real life, yeah, I've had a gazillion boyfriends that, you know, quite a few, like, you know, or total douche nozzles that did yeah. not deter me. I was determined mm-hmm. to find my yeah. HEA. I think that... Like I said, this is extenuating circumstances. This is something that I'm just like, oh, here we go. But you know what? Authors can write a really good story with mm-hmm. this trope. I'm yes. just saying whenever I hear it, I'm like, okay, now, author, you have to convince have to me that it. I like it. Yes. Now you have to convince me yes. that I like it. I'm, yeah. that, that's all I'm saying. Like, it could work. But I feel like the author is going to have to work a little bit harder for me to love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree. And uh, I mean, I'm with you on this because now, even like since you and I had this conversa- conversation earlier about it, as soon as they say like, you know, they're a commitment phobe, I'm like, oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. Why? Commitment phobes. Why? I'm a little bit over commitment phobes. And I just don't, I just don't believe that there are so many. Okay. Yes. Okay. I guess through college, you like to play around mm-hmm. and play, you know, sow your oats and stuff. But once you kind of exit college, most people become adult adults, you know, and are looking for a partner in life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so it just doesn't ring true to me that, you know, all guys want to be players. Like one of the instances where I feel like it's like my pet peeve radar is really exacerbated is the trope of like the player in the virgin, like having the guy being the absolute player who is never going to settle down because of reasons. And then of course the person that catches his eye is this fucking virgin who doesn't even know, you know, never been in a relationship or whatever and just doesn't know anything about it. But that's the person that catches his eye. And I'm just like, I'm just kind of tired of that kind of situation. And you know what? Throw me some heroines who are just like, want to just go to pound town with everybody. Because that's really not, I haven't read many books where it's actually the heroine that is like the player. Yeah. And like, you know what? Give me some of those and then maybe I'll be happy. You know, I've written only one of those and I got so much backlash from really? some of that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess they were like, cause they double did standards. A, a couple, well, a couple of, not a lot. A, a lot of people loved her, but um, some were like, oh, oh my I don't God, like I know who you're talking about now. From Winburn. I was fucking pissed though because you took out a scene that I thought was fucking hot, but they made you take it out. Oh, the I office forgot scene. about that. Yes. The office scene. I thought it was fucking hot and people were like, fuck no. And yeah. I was like, um, um Wait, why can't she? Why can't yeah. she be That's the, the one bad thing that, to want to hit it and quit it? With okay, I'm sorry. Now I'm I getting know. mad. But she still does. Yeah, yeah. She is still yeah. that character, but you have to tamper down a little. I did. Man. Yeah, because they were saying fun. she was too, too much of a man eater. And I still got those. Fuck, like, fuck that. Authors, give me some man eaters. I like this. Okay. I like this. Give, give me that. Let's. I'm let's, listening to you, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do that for our duet. I don't like double standards whenever it comes to heroes and heroines. I think that the heroine deserves a chance to sow her yeah. wild oats Let and her maybe be a player. and maybe meet a guy who's a virgin. Okay. Oh my Give me god. That. Give me that. I'm writing that shit. <laughs> do it. Right. I am not even kidding you. Where's my fucking notes? Hang on. I'm putting this on my phone right now. Excuse me, guys. Go ahead. Y'all y'all do your okay, thing. Okay. I'm going my notes. I'm going to move on while she's writing. I'm going to move on to our, my next pet peeve, mine. Um, stretching misunderstandings. The, I'm this, sort of with y'all. this one, this one is the type of book that it creates this like epic drama that the entire conflict is based off of this one misunderstanding, but it could be solved in like 
a snap instant if the characters would just communicate. And I'm talking about in the book, it happens time and time again where one character is about to clear all of the air with one fucking sentence and (laughs) somebody interrupts them, they get cut off, or the other character says, I don't want to hear it, and then walks away. And I'm like, but if you would have just listened? Yeah. None of this would be a problem. And like, I've read a book where this happened multiple times. Like, it was a small misunderstanding that like Mm -hmm. drove them apart. And if they said one fucking sentence, it would have their mouth. Oh my God. Yeah, this one does irritate the shit out of me. I'm like, there would have been no book. And I'm just like, I don't like a misunderstanding right. being the sole purpose why the characters are not right. together whenever they have ample time to clear that shit up. And as a writer, when I see this, I'm like, oh my God, this is forced conflict. Come on, what right. the fuck? Very like, forced. You know, uh, and I don't like that. I want it to be, feel like real conflict, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. Yeah, I, I get that one. Okay, let's get to the fun one. Okay, this one's fun. I was telling Juliet about this. So... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes and i feel like Marty i feel like Diglin. the more books the more books i read the more it bothers me is dicks that are so big that the heroine <laughs> thinks that it won't fit and i'm just like stop it it's biology it's going to fucking fit and if you don't think if you think it's going to be a stretch there's this thing called lube yeah you may use it during yes. sex it does not mean that you're not aroused it means yeah. you might still need fucking yeah. lube it's okay to use lube like okay. why why so, is lube anti-sex like no it's fine i am definitely guilty of the big monster dick (laughs) trope because that is pretty much in most of my books but not in all of them but in some especially the morgan books because they're guys they're half dragons they're like almost seven feet tall so they're not gonna have a you know wee wee penis you know so it's gonna be big i'm not saying that this has to be a a, a, you know a pickle dick like i'm not (laughs) saying that it needs to be but she can't be like oh my god it's never gonna fit and then it doesn't fit well didn't we see that in smart bitches when they were talking about the sex scenes and they were talking about like the the bad sex scenes even though everybody loves karen marie monning Mm -hmm. there's the one of the highlander books no that was learning the tropes oh it was learning the tropes that talked about it Uh okay i couldn't remember who was talking about it was the one that said this guy has like you know a pringle a pringle sized dick a pringle can sized dick yes. or whatever like a schlong <laughs> that's like he's fucking hung like a but horse there's this scene and i thought it was the one of the highlanders with Cameron remodding and she he literally is like i've got to get it in there and she's like i'm trying yeah. <laughs> like it's like they're like literally can't quite get like it in it. <laughs> and it's like, like that sounds painful guys i'm not saying that big dicks are bad. I'm not yeah. anti-big dick. I'm just saying not all guys have big dicks. Right. And it could be a moderate-sized dick. It's fine. It if he knows how to work it, if he knows how to work it, you know what, sometimes I, I don't yes. want a, you know, 12-foot schlong that's just going to stretch <laughs> you and ruin you for everybody else. Yes. I mean, that okay, just sounds so terrible. In addition to this... Um, one that I hate is when there's like, they f- felt it in their uterus. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you felt that in your uterus, you need to go to the doctor. Did it get now. past your cervix? Like, it's like, holy fucking shit. It just went past the cervix and it's in your uterus. Yeah. We have got issues, yeah. man. There's, there's some so. interesting, which this is definitely going to be a future minisode is bad sex scenes. We're going to read some <laughs> bad sex scenes. Definitely. 
Okay, so another one kind of related to the sex. Well, not kind of. It's very related to sex. Yeah, this is the one you've talked to me about I, a lot, which I, I think is so funny. This one kills me because I this feel is a new like trend okay, too. this is a new trend. Right. Anal is a new trend in romance. Right. I have been seeing it. I saw anal <laughs> maybe a handful of times about five years ago. I maybe saw it like once every like twenty. Books yeah, and I probably read. mostly in erotica. Right. Exactly. Right. Now it's becoming much more common mainstream in Mm -hmm. every single book that i read and i'm here for it now the reason why i have problems yeah (laughs) the reason why i have problems with first-time anal descriptions that are becoming part of like this trend is that most of them the majority of them are not realistic at all yeah most of them, it's like, I've never done anal before. Okay, let me stick it in. And I'm just no. like, no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> let me just get I some lube so and this will just No, happen. no lube. Do you know oh how many first-time a- anal scenes I have read in recent romances where there's no – the only lube is her vaginal lube, oh, her yeah, own lube, no. and then all of a sudden no. it just fits. And I'm just like, guys, No, we guys, need a little bit more. There is such thing called prep to do it safely and comfortably. Like mm-hmm. if you don't want it to be enjoyable, fucking go for it. But yeah. if you want it to Just be enjoyable, can we get some? And the reason why it bothers me is because I know that a lot of people get some education about like That's sex true. education. So if they think about this is, romance, so if they think this is how. It is. It is. And like, oh, I don't need to bring lube. Oh, and, oh it could and we just can just fit like, and it'll be, yeah. it'll be lovely. Yeah. I'll have an orgasm first yeah. time anal. I'm just yeah. like, guys, <sighs> oh my God, we're <gasps> setting unrealistic standards for people who've never experienced this before. Exactly. <laughs> and the problem is, is it's ruining it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's cause... for me because there was a, there was a really hot scene we've read. But we love this scene, but I was like, I don't understand how she's never done it before, but yet she has the most erotic experience with this monster dick in her ass. Yes. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. It just bothers me. Agreed. I just, I just want to, they have, they can't be an anal. I want, I want, in, I'm not talking erotica. I'm, I want in regular mainstream romance sex toys and lube to be normalized. I'm just saying, like, realistic. Please, please, like, if you, Sometimes you need it, okay? Yeah, and In regular I, honestly, you know, you know encounters. when it, um, you know when it doesn't bother me because I read one recently and I don't even remember what it was, but she was not an anal virgin. Oh so yeah, if you've done it like, before, you know, if you want to go in, yeah. with no prep. But even so, you still need a little bit of stretch time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it does <laughs> so, bounce back. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> so my very last pet peeve is just kind of a general thing and it's copy and paste characters there's this one particular author that is extremely popular like very 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 popular and so whenever i started reading the romances i was expecting like because i looked at her her list of books and i'm like oh she has a ton and i love mm-hmm. whenever i discover a new author and they have a ton of books because i'm just like oh more to read yeah. well i read the first book and I think the first book that I read, I didn't really like the girl character. And then I read the second book and I was like, oh, I can get on board with this. I really like this book. <laughs> I read the third one and I was like, I'm seeing this trend. This trend that all of, and especially it was in the hero's case in this one particular author, they talk exactly the same. They have the same voice. Oh. And like, it's the same, it's the yeah. same sounding person. We've talked about that but before. It's like, Literally, if you try to identify these books by quoting what these heroes are saying, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's no way that you. There's be no able discernible to identify difference because between them. they're 
speech patterns are the same. Right. And I just I just don't like like if you can like rinse and repeat a character and it's just like give you a new name and some new hairstyle and this is a totally new character. I'm like, but no, it's not mm-hmm. though, because they sound and they act exactly like the previous character that you've written. I just don't that's kind of just a pet peeve because I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, it yeah. seems like same it seems me. like the authors are just trying to like churn out as yeah. many books as they, as they can, can or they're just without, not very imaginative or creative maybe not and so to me it just and maybe they have a type of man that they really 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 enjoy right and that's what they want to write i understand that i understand people having a type but it's like i don't know if you're yeah. you've got to be kind of diverse in the types of characters that you write is i agree I and honestly that comes down to just character sketching and really sketching mm-hmm. out your character know what how he walks talks looks you know it's bad funny. habits habits that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just like rambling, but I'm just thinking in general, you need to just, you know, you know, character sketch. You know what I was thinking just now, all of a sudden, but, is that now that we've done pet peeves, we need to do like favorite things that oh, happen in books. Yeah, that would be cool. Like our favorite things. Maybe our favorite 2019 things that happened in books. Yeah, like just like when, when, when something happened, like, I mean, just things that heroes do that we really love when they do it. You know? I know what would be on Juliet's favorite thing. <laughs> claiming scene. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you like possessive males, I, I would say. Yeah. I, I married one. So, yes. yeah. So another pet peeve is, um, women's fiction being labeled as romance. I don't like that. Oh yeah. I so that like goes it. back to our misbranding discussion. Yeah. It yes. is the misbranding discussion for me. And this is like for, this is the definition of a romance novel is that the romantic element has to be central to the plot. Central. And that if you remove it from the story, it no longer makes sense. Right. But if you remove the romance from a women's fiction, there is still a discernible story and yeah. still a discernible character arc because it is actually the heroine's it's story. It's her story. Yeah, we talked about that. Exactly. You know. This is a popular book that I absolutely loved. And actually, it was a request. It was requested by one of our listeners for us to review it. And I just said that we weren't going to review it, that I loved it, but mm-hmm. that it wasn't I don't consider it a romance because it wasn't the couple's journey. It was a specific character's journey. Right. Like, and I five starred that book. I thought it was a phenomenal read that it was just an amazing, a phenomenal read. I was like this, this had me bawling, crying and had me laughing. I was like, I was floored after reading this. I was like, but I was disappointed because I was like, I thought this was an epic romance. And it had its romantic elements. And I was like, but it wasn't. It was this heroine's yeah. journey. Yeah. I mean, it, it dealt with story. some heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like her overcoming that stuff. Right. right. And the romance is definitely an afterthought. And actually, it was like she didn't even get with the hero, hero until the epilogue. And he was mostly not present in the rest <laughs> of the novel. And so yeah, I was just like, I don't understand why this romance. is labeled <laughs> romance. This definitely should be clearly marked as women's fiction. But yeah. I still enjoy it. But... I don't enjoy whenever it's misbranded saying here's a romance novel and I'm like where's the romance? Yeah, the thing about the I just want to know what I'm reading. Right, I don't, and I just don't like to feel tricked. Sometimes I don't sometimes like feel like somebody's mood. trying to pull something over on me. Like contemporary <laughs> readers, contemporary readers. If someone said this is a contemporary novel and gave right. you a paranormal novel, would you not be like what right. the fuck? Dude? If a vampire jumps out and attacks her, yeah. would you be like what the fuck? Exactly, this is a, you'd this be is like this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why did you tell me that this was a contemporary whenever it's clearly not? Yeah, that's how I feel and yeah. same i'm so, i'm 100 there with you yep okay too. okay so All that's right. it that's officially that's it, it for guys. our pet peeves yeah 
And we'll be back with some more. We had some great, I just wanted to thank our listeners. We had some really great uh, listener suggestions for future mini-sodes yeah. that you'd like to see. And that was awesome. So if y'all have any more suggestions, just let us know. We'll we'll be happy to do this. Yeah, these are totally fun. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. We'll see you next mini-sode. Bye. Bye. Bye.